0: I'll say this. Hello everyone. This is uh I pray this helps. This is Keith Robertson. I am also on the line with um Grace Bell. I call her by another name. I'm pretty sure she doesn't want me to tell you it. So, uh, I won't do it. it. Is
1: it's fine. fine.
0: <laughs> it's fine. Okay, Sarah, Sarah Bell. That's your government name, right? So people could Google you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: okay (laughs) all right um
1: what i need in my life (laughs)
0: right um you can follow her at speaking of which you can follow her at um a chosen generation ac acg cafe on um instagram and i'm not sure about your other social media platforms but that's where she's most uh visible at to me (laughs) so you can find her there also, we are currently on the Anchor app, so we're recording remotely. We're not together. We are using our phones to do so. This is free. I'm not getting paid from this ad in particular, but I will say that um, they're really good. Uh, if you choose a podcast, if you have a podcast um, and you want to podcast, you don't have to stop podcasting if you podcast with multiple people. <laughs> um, I will also say this, though. This app has somehow made me sound as though I have a lisp when you go back and listen to it um, <laughs> um i'm not I'm not too humble to say that I don't have a lisp <laughs> so uh um so if you hear this um it is the app, and um I will be back up and running with uh uh more optimal audio options in the very near future so you know as as to not distract you even further so there we go um as little distraction as possible right so um we are on uh John chapter 7 we just finished John chapter 6 and as I told you guys it is going to get intense and it is going to be intense from here on out. You are going to start hearing very harsh truths from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And you're going to start seeing very harsh characteristics from these people that encounter Jesus. Um, you, can, you will see that Jesus is a very polarizing figure as you see him in, in today's world. You know, he's a very polarizing figure. You say the word Jesus, you might get utter, utter joyousness from one party and just utter and share hatred from another party. Jesus is a polarizing character. And in a way, not even in a way, but you have to decide which side of the fence you are going to be on. Okay. Um, He makes you do that. You know, just by who he is. And we're going to see that even more so in this chapter.
1: In this chapter Grace, you yeah.
0: laughing. Um, what's funny?
1: No, nothing is funny. I just think that is. um Well, the funny part was I got the same thing when I started reading this chapter. Mm-hmm. And I did see that you said that before it was going to get like real serious. Mm-hmm. and And weighty from here on out. And it didn't hit me until like maybe like verse 10 of this chapter but anyways mm. that's why i'm laughing because i got all of that all of what you said yeah
0: so yeah so,
1: we to get into some stuff absolutely
0: um so why don't you uh pray us in and we'll get going
1: um lord we thank you mm-hmm. we honor you we praise you we give you all the glory lord mm. all the glory that is doing to you What we ask um unbelie that you fill us with your presence, God, that you give us a revelatory knowledge mm-hmm. and understanding of your truth of your wisdom, God, we ask that you bestow that upon us as we speak the words as we study the words that are that are of you, we ask that it strengthen and embolden us to walk in our everyday lives uh, according to how you have called us to live and who who it is that you have called us to be. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. All
0: right, so like we always do at this time, um, we will read uh chapter, we will read the chapter and uh, we'll read it in its entirety and then we'll go back over it and see what the Lord has to tell us. Um, would you call this a Bible study? I'm starting to see it as such.
1: oh well i mean that's what i'm always a student
0: yeah when
1: it comes to god's word Mm. so i'm gonna always call it a study okay that's how i feel i don't
0: don't know i think i like study of the bible better (laughs) even though it is the same thing it's the same thing um it's the same thing it's okay it's okay we call it bible studies us studying the bible us walking through the bible us reading the bible um i do want to reiterate that um this this particular series i really want you to get and we really want you to get who jesus is the character of jesus um not not just less about what people say Jesus is, less about what others say who Jesus is, more about who he says that he is. Okay? Um, There's a lot uh, being said about Jesus. There has been a lot that has been said about Jesus. A lot of this is spoken to um, in these books, in these gospels. It's almost as if A divine creator knew what was going to be said about him, so he put it in the books and made sure to address them thousands of years ago. Almost as if Mm -hmm. something like that took place. But, uh, (laughs) so, um, and I'm being sarcastic because that's exactly what happened. So, John chapter 7. So, yes. What translation? Translation. Uh, uh, We are reading the New Living Translation. I found that this is one of the more palatable versions of the Bible for new believers and, you know, people that aren't into the wordiness. So, yeah. So the New Living Translation. I personally love the New American Standard Bible. Uh, My church. My church back in Atlanta reads the CSB, the the Christian Standard Bible. Uh, uh, the uh, My father's church, I think they read the new King James Version. Um, my mother tried to bring us up on the NIV. Um, Grace reads the, what do you read? Grace reads the King James Version.
1: Because
0: yes. she's better than us. So... <laughs> That's, uh,
1: i have not once ever he didn't that.
0: say I it he didn't say that. it but people that say that but say they not, were like the king james version no. there's a hint of that
1: i grew up on it and that's what i'm accustomed to and that's all it absolutely. is that's it
0: absolutely um Hopefully. i said all that to say that there is no outside of the bibles that i do not recommend the new world translation and the book of mormon <laughs> and um things of that nature. I definitely don't recommend the Quran because that's not even coming close to what this is talking about mm-hmm. in here. Or, I mean, it is, but it is, you know, they like they liken Jesus to be a prophet. They liken Jesus to be a great teacher. Um, although they make a very clear, distinct point to say that Jesus um, did not die on the cross. They, They do, they love to say that. So, um, we do not recommend those versions of the Bible, um, because some of them aren't even versions of the Bible. I would say the rest of them aren't versions of the Bible. Um, um, but I, I, you know, I do want to always reiterate because that that is a big misconception that, um, because there are different versions, that means that they're saying different things. Um, they're not, it really is, um, for the most part and for the large part um the type of the way that you want the bible read to you the way that you want to read the bible the way that you comprehend information and the way that you want to comprehend information we recommend bibles we recommend commentaries we recommend um you know those together we recommend study bibles things of that nature so um If you have a version of the Bible that is different than ours, other than those uh, ones that we have specified, then by all means, please join in with us. So, John chapter 7, we'll be reading that up to the whole chapter. I have Grace slash Sarah with me. I'm going to call her Sarah because that's why I call her. I have Sarah with me, so it's easier for me to go through a whole chapter because I hate hearing myself talk for hours, So, but it is easier with another person to help you get through it. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I'll read... The truth comes out. I'll read up to 28. I'll re- well, you read up to 28, and I'll read the rest. 28. Mm-hmm. Sarah has to read um, from the New Living Translation although she wants to read the King James Version because
1: that's the version
0: that we're reading for this series. Yeah. <laughs> <So there's that. laughs>
1: I just have to pull it up. That's the difference.
0: I'll start. I'll start. Um, and then you can read um, 29 on. Um, after this, Jesus traveled around Galilee. He wanted to stay out of Judea where the Jewish leaders were plotting his death. But soon it was time for the Jewish festival of shelters. And Jesus's brothers said to him, leave here and go to Judea where your followers can see your miracles. You can't become famous if you hide like this. If you can do such wonderful things, show yourself to the world. For even his brothers didn't believe in him. Jesus replied, now is not the right time for me to go. you can go anytime the world can't hate you but it does hate me because Mm -hmm. i accuse it of doing evil but it does hate me because i accuse it of doing evil you go on i'm not going to this festival because my time has not yet come after saying these things jesus remained in galilee But after his brothers left for the festival, Jesus also went, though secretly, staying out of public view. The Jewish leaders tried to find him at the festival and kept asking if anyone had seen him. There was a lot of grumbling about him among the crowds. Some argued he's a good man, but others said he's nothing but a fraud who deceives the people. But no one had the courage to speak favorably about him in public, for they were afraid of getting in trouble with the Jewish leaders. Then midday through the festival, Jesus went up to the temple and began to teach. The people were surprised when they heard him. How does he know so much when he hasn't been trained, they asked. So Jesus told them, my message is not my own. It comes from God who sent me. Anyone who wants to do the will of God will know where my teaching is from God or is merely my own. Anyone who wants to do the will of God will know whether my teaching is from God or is merely my own. Those who teach for themselves want glory only for themselves. But a person who seeks to honor the one who sent him speaks truth, not lies. Moses gave you the law. But none of you obeys it. In fact, you are trying to kill me. The crowd replied, "You're demon possessed." Remember, I told you that these people—they love to use. <laughs> they mm-hmm. love to yeah. instead of calling yeah. a person crazy, they love. That's it's pretty much that's what crazy is, it's pretty much. That's what they you know, okay, so yes, so when you hear a person saying in these in these scriptures, sorry, just a little tidbit, in this scripture, when you hear people calling people um or say he has a demon or he's demon possessed or or mm-hmm. anything like that it's it's the equivalent of today's speech where we're calling each other crazy my my mom actually
1: wouldn't let us say that
0: what oh, you're crazy crazy
1: yeah, yeah. she would not
0: mm.
1: <laughs> she's a really really baptist race and that's all <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> the crowd replied "You're demon possessed who's trying to kill you jesus replied i did one miracle on the sabbath and you were amazed but you work on the sabbath too when you obey moses's law of circumcision Actually, this tradition of circumcision began with the patriarchs long before the law of Moses. So they were already doing it. Verse 23, for if the correct time, they were already doing it, but but it became a law when Moses said to do it. Um, right. So Jesus wasn't lying. Verse 23, for if the correct time for for circumcising your son falls on the Sabbath, you go ahead. Hmm. And do it so as to not break the law of Moses. So why should you be angry with me for healing a man on the Sabbath? Look beneath the surface so you can judge correctly. Verse 25. Some of the people who lived in Jerusalem started to ask each other, isn't this the man they are trying to kill? But here he is speaking in public and they say nothing to him. Could our leaders possibly believe that he is the Messiah? But how could he be? For we know where this man comes from. When the Messiah comes, he will simply appear. No one will know where he comes from. While Jesus was teaching in the temple, he called out, Yes, you know me. (laughs) And you (laughs) know. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I'm laughing because Jesus is very funny to me. He is hilarious. And so when people say that God has a sense of humor, (laughs) I definitely believe it because. Oh, no. I
1: experienced it. yes, Yes.
0: God is so funny. So remember, remember that I always tell you guys, don't forget where it says in John, it constantly says in John that. Jesus knew the heart of every person. Jesus knew what was on every man's heart. So even if he couldn't hear what they were saying physically, he knew exactly what they were thinking in that moment. So mm-hmm. I don't know if he was an ear shy of them or if he was like all the way in the temple or they were outside of the temple. He knew exactly what they were thinking. So he said it. So he replied to them. Um, verse 28, I'll just read. I'll read up to... 30, and then you can read the rest. While Jesus was teaching in the temple, he called out, Yes, you know me, and you know where I come from, but I'm not here on my own. The one who sent me is true, and you don't know him. But I know him because I come from him, and he sent me to you. Then the leaders tried to arrest him, but no one laid a hand on him, but no one laid a hand on him because his time had not yet come.
1: Many among the crowds at the temple believed in him. After all, they said, would you expect the Messiah to do more miraculous signs than this man has done? When the Pharisees heard that the crowds were whispering such things, they and the leading priests sent temple guards to arrest Jesus. But Jesus told them, I will be with you only a little longer. Then I will return to the one who sent me. You You will search me for You will search for me but not find me and you cannot go where I am going. The Jewish leaders were puzzled by this statement. Where is he planning to go? They asked. Is he thinking of leaving the country and going to the Jews in other lands? Maybe he will even teach the the Greeks. What does he mean when he says you will search for me but not find me and you cannot go where I'm going? On the last day, the climax of the festival Jesus stood and shouted to the crowds anyone who is thirsty may come to me anyone who believes in me may come to drink may come and drink for the scriptures declare rivers of living water will flow from this heart when he said living water he was speaking of the spirit who would be given to everyone believing in him but the spirit had not yet been given because Jesus had not yet entered into his glory Even the crowds heard him say this. Some of them declared, surely this man is the prophet we've been expecting. Others said he is the Messiah. Still others said, but he can't be. Will the Messiah come from Galilee? From the scriptures, for the scriptures clearly state that the Messiah will be born of the royal line of David in Bethlehem, the village where David, King David, was born. So the crowd was divided about him. Some even wanted him arrested. But no one laid a hand on him. When the temple guards returned without having arrested Jesus, the leading priest and the Pharisees demanded, Why didn't you bring him in? We have never heard anyone speak like this, the guards responded. Have you been led? Have you been led astray too? The Pharisees mocked. Is there a single one of us rulers or Pharisees who believes in him? This foolish crowd follows him. But they are the they are ignorant of the law. God's curse in on them. Cur- curse is on them. Excuse me. Then Nicodemus, the leader who had met with Jesus earlier, spoke up. It is legal to convict a man before he is given a hearing. He asked. They replied, "Are you from Galilee too? Search the scriptures and see for yourself. No prophet ever comes from Galilee." Then the meeting broke up, and everyone went home.
0: Okay, so for starters, uh, we understand that Jesus is on his way, or not on his way, (laughs) um, to um, a festival. I have said it before, and I will continue to say it again. These Jewish people love to party, okay? They They love to party, and they love to eat, okay? they they are celebrating so but uh, okay so we'll get into this um what is the festival of shelters what is the festival of shelters the jewish festival of shelters um I personally had to look this up and i lost my place oh gosh okay let's look it up really quickly because I can tell you but I don't want to Jack it up. So um, I'm going to mispronounce this word. Bear with me if you're Jewish. Um, The Festivals of Shelters is also known as Sukkot um, or Sukkot, which takes place um, October 7th of this year and will end on October 9th. Um, The uh, Festival of Shelters is also known as the Feast of Tabernacles. Now, the Feast of Tabernacles it was not just one celebration it was like three different celebrations mixed into one Um, keep in mind these festivals or the Festival of Booths that was another name for it Festival of Booths
1: say what? (laughs) I said that's new what you never heard of Festival of Uh Booths? oh
0: well yeah Um, I'll just read this really quickly. Um, It's from agapebiblestudy.com. It says, um, Feast of Shelters or Sukkot. The old covenant sacred feast of shelters called Sukkot, I hate saying it. Because I I know I'm pronouncing it wrong in the Hebrew, and also known as the Feast of Tabernacles or the Feast of Ingathering, was an annual holy feast established by Yahweh, so established by God Himself and Mount Sinai. This feast was also designated one of the three pilgrims, one of the three pilgrim feasts. So, this is what I'm saying like, so there's three big feasts happening, along with the Feast of Unleavened Bread and the Feast of Weeks, in which all men of the covenant must appear before Yahweh at his holy sanctuary. Um, You can find this in Exodus and Deuteronomy. Uh, Let me move on down. I'm telling you this because this is important. The point that I'm going to make is very important. Um, The Feast of shelters, also called the Feast of Tabernacles for the Latin word Dwelling was the last feast of the liturgical calendar. Passover was the first feast. So remember, Jesus, they were at, they they had the Passover, and now like it's the end of their their liturgical calendar, which is um, the feast of shelters. They're at right now. Uh, so God Himself. We're going further down. Um, The feast of shelters, tabernacles, memorialize God's holy dwelling place. Uh, This is so important. Memorialize God's holy dwelling place, the desert tabernacle, the design of which was given by Moses, by God himself, and which was later replaced Mm -hmm. by the temple built by Solomon in the 10th century BC on Mount Mount Moriah in Jerusalem. the feasts also recalled the booths or shelters, so Temple of Shelters, Temple of Booths, interchangeable. The people lived and during the time they received the Ten Commandments at Sinai during the rest of the Exodus experience. So what would happen in during this feast, they would have tents, they would have booths, they would have tabernacles. Um, they would they would um, sit under the stars Re, um, re uh enacting what was what happened at Mount Sinai um or what was happening when uh God uh, gave them the Ten Commandments at Mount Sinai so they were going there so it was another way of telling their kids what was happening or what what had happened so that you know this tradition would go on on and on and on and on Giving God thanks for what had been done, um, and to remember that—that's the whole point of their parties, right? Or so that they can remember. Why do you have parties? Why do you have anniversaries? Why do you have celebrations? So that you can remember. So that you can memorialize. So that you can celebrate. Okay. So in a nutshell, so apparently this might have been the last, the last one. <laughs> Let me, I'm going to read it. I, I don't know. Uh, the Feast of Shelters Tabernacles, is also referred to as the Feast of Yahweh. So it has many names this festival. <laughs> <It has many laughs> names. The Greek name for this feast expressed as construction of shelters, tabernacles. So I, I, I told you, they built shelters. They built tabernacles. They sat under them to commemorate what was happening. Uh, Oh, it only occurred in John chapter seven, verse two in the New Testament. Okay, Uh, I don't want to bore you guys, but it's not boring. I promise I'll read this and I'll be done Um, at Mount Sinai. God not only gave Moses the Ten Commandments as the moral law of perfection. But he also gave the 613 articles. Orange. I remember, I was always, I've was i been telling you guys that there's not just 10 laws that God gave. There's mm-hmm. also 613 laws that these people were following and had to follow. Yep. 613. Yep. To be seen as eh in God's eyes. Is <laughs> that even okay? You're like, okay, this is just so I don't kill you all right now. He also gave the 613 articles or instructions within the law, as well as the liturgical feasts and the different classes of sacrifices as the means of, to fulfill Israel's obligation to the law. So this is pretty much where they got their whole deal. This is where they got everything from. So this was a big deal. As a Jew, this was a big deal, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And Jesus, who claims to be from God, tells his very Jewish brothers, "I'm not I'm going. Not
1: going. <laughs> I ain't trying to roll up. No,
0: nope. not going. Okay. All right. So here we go. After this, okay. I have my notes. I'm ready to go. I'm oh, dangerous, man. I'm my notes. <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding all right all right here we go uh all right yes so here we go okay here we go try sorry trying to find my place dangerously bad when i got my notes apparently uh, chapter seven uh chapter seven verse one after this jesus traveled around galilee Jesus traveled around Galilee. He wanted to stay out of Judea where the Jewish leaders were plotting his death. They were plotting his death. Keep this in mind. Jewish leaders, Jewish leaders were plotting his death. But soon it was time for the Jewish festival of shelters. And Jesus' brothers said to him, leave here and go to Judea where your followers can see your miracles. Leave here and go to Judea where your followers can see your miracles. You can't become famous if you hide like this. Mm. You can't become famous if you hide like this. If you can do such wonderful things, show yourself to the world. Now, I've told you guys this time and time again, that Jesus' mission was not to um, Jesus' mission was not to uh, promote himself. It was not to promote himself from the sense of me and me and me alone. That's not what it was. It was to it was and it is to make us to make to bring us in right standing with our Lord and Savior Jesus uh, with our Lord and Savior jesus christ but also more not even more importantly but to god himself to rectify that relationship that had been marred to rectify that and reconcile that relationship that had been um tainted and cut off from for so long you know um and to i'll say this I'll say this, as dangerously as is my sound, as we we're talking about Jesus not going to, I'm getting ahead of myself. Never mind. I'm getting ahead of myself. So Jesus's thing was not to do miracles and stuff to make his name famous. It was, right. it was the mission that was important to him. Come to me. Drink of me. Yes. Be Be of me, accept me for who I am, accept me for the mission, for the for the for the message that I'm telling you. Why? So that you and my father can be in right standing with one another. So you guys, and so we all can be in communion with one another. I am the bridge. I am the way to God. You guys keep trying to get to him. I am the way. Stop trying. So here's it, here here his Jesus' brothers are. At the time, they also didn't believe in Jesus as the Messiah. Why would you? Why would you think that the Messiah is going to come from your family? You know, why would you? I wouldn't. It's it's a very natural thing. I can't blame them for that. But and at the time, they didn't believe, but they do also come to believe. James is a brother of Jesus. Uh, uh, one of the Johns is a brother of Jesus. Um, uh, They are, yes, Jesus' half-brothers, so to speak. They are his half-brothers, but they are his brothers. So they're telling him, hey, man, go up to this festival, do all your little miracle workings and stuff like that. Just like how you do. And who are these mere men telling God how to be God? Mm-hmm. Telling God when And how to work. Of course, Jesus doesn't listen to him. Of course, his thoughts are not our thoughts. He says, he says, um, Jesus replied in chapter, in verse six, now is not the right time for me to go. But you can go anytime. But you can go anytime. There's another verse that says, my time is not yet, but your time is always now. It's always, yeah. So that is to say, that is to say, and I'm gonna let Grace go in a second, but that is to say that, first of all, God's timing isn't our timing. You, you've you heard the song, it's a very famous song, rest in peace, Daryl Coley. He may not come when you want him, but he's right on time. Mm-hmm. So our time is always now. So we should always make the most of whatever time we have. <laughs> we should always make the most of whatever time that we have. Time is important. Time is a precious gift, but it is a gift that is, um, in a way, is fleeting. It's a, it's a, it's a gift like we won't always have time the way that we have it now. One actually, one day, time will be passed away. There'll be no such thing as time. No such
1: thing as time. If there, if there's a thing called time, anyways, go ahead. Jesus is big
0: on timing because his father is big on timing. He only does what his father says do he only does what he what, what he sees his father do, so as God is big on timing, Jesus is big on timing um i I heard someone um Dr. Jaleesa Barnes, friend of the show, has made reference um to John being about being a book about timing, and in a sense in a sense i would I would very much so agree that is that all the book is about no. Is that the main point of the book? No. But you do see the the um uh, the 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 uh the ongoing theme of the book being about Jesus in time, in the perfect time, and Jesus constantly talking about it's not my time, or the time is now, or the time has come, or the time always is and the time always was. He's big on time. So he's saying, Nope, I'm not going. I'm not going right now. Y'all go ahead. Uh, Grace, any, any thoughts, anything you want to add up until this point? <laughs>
1: um, no, everything you said is pretty much on point. I think the the one of the main key points of understanding who Jesus is is how he does as well. So when we're reading, we also can use him as an example for us. Yeah. So, you know, the leading of the Holy Spirit, is is always where he was listening to so he knew when to go left when a whole bunch of the stuff was popping off on the right it's like and that's what you get from god he's always in perfect timing he's not going to be when you want it to be mm-hmm. or how you think it should be he's going to be the like what you was saying before it's all in the timing and then he reveals it to you as you're as you're walking with amen. him and that's what jesus knew so that's what he was trying to explain to them
0: amen John chapter, John chapter 7, verse 7. Here's the thing that gets, I mean, it would get me if I didn't know who Jesus was. Uh, John chapter 7, verse 7. The world can't hate you. Mm-hmm. But it does hate me because I accuse it of doing evil. Mm-hmm. The world can't hate you. Why can't the world hate me? I feel like people hate me all the time. What do you mean? What do you mean the world can't hate me? What I thought we had haters and this, that and the third and, and um whatever else is going on in the world. I thought that what do you mean the world can't hate me? Any insight to that before I do my deep dive, Chris?
1: <laughs> Are you asking mm-hmm. me? Okay. Uh no, go ahead. Go ahead. Do you go have ahead. no <laughs> I just have notes.
0: Where are your notes at? So I know <laughs> when to defer to you. Where are my notes at? Well, you stop They're me everywhere. when you stop me when you got something, all
1: right? I, I'll stop you. I'll stop you. All right,
0: cool. All right, I'm. A, all right, well, here I go.
1: I. Right. I don't like the redundant. Though, huh? So I, I appreciate Say you. Say that again. Go ahead. I don't like. The oh, redundant. You're saying you saying? Like, okay, I, so you wait, follow the Holy Spirit.
0: Like, Speaking to you as well. Amen. (laughs) Okay. Okay, so the world can't hate you, but it hates me. Okay, so when I read this, I thought about what Jesus was saying to his father in the garden right before he was um, executed, right before he gave his life up, um, right before he was getting ready to go to Calvary. He told, he was talking to god the father in the garden and he was saying lord the the world hates me just like the world hates them just like it hates me keep them protect them this that and the third right so is this is this jesus like is this in in him coming to this conclusion in chapter 17 like is this a a contradiction is it b um is it b now they've grown to such a level of knowing who jesus is now they that the world hates them as well or c was this verse not pertaining to them at all we'll go with c okay so the world can't hate you why can't the world hate his brothers he's talking to his brothers and not his disciples His brothers are not his disciples at the time. The world can't hate you. Why can't the world hate his brothers? Because his brothers are of the world. His brothers are of the world. Mm -hmm. So the Bible talks about being in the world, but not of it. What is the difference between being in the world and not of it? You can be in something and not be a part of it. So just like oil, well, well, that's different because oil and water. So let's take, let's take a let's take literal literal things, right? So a dolphin is in the water, but it's not the dolphin is in the water, but it's not of the water. That's a perfect example because dolphins are mammals anyway. So so it can be in it, but it's not of it, right? Or it can be of it, right? Or so take you and I for instance, we can be in the water. But we're not of the water that's a more apt apt uh or apt uh, uh analogy so we'll be in the water but we're not of the water so even though we might be in it, we're not a part of it so we don't we don't uh relate to the things of the water we don't we gotta come out at some t- at some point. So it's just it's the same thing as a believer and a non believer. An, an unbeliever understands the way that the world works, just like a believer would. The unbeliever um does things that the world does, just like a just like an unbeliever might do. The distinction is the unbeliever understands how the world works and agrees with it and operates that way. So it can't be hated because it's going along with what the world is already doing. Believers, we don't have that option. We don't have that quote unquote luxury. And I call it a quote unquote luxury because we, we find that, um, uh, uh, you know, there's far greater ahead than what lies before us. But for the believer, we might be doing some of the things that the world does. And I do mean some of the things that the world does. We might understand how the world operates, but we are we are of the kingdom of God. So the way that our mentality is, the way that we think, the way that we move, the way that we abstain from certain things, the way that we don't even understand how you can continue on this way is not that of this world so yes the world hates us because we testify of his wickedness just like our big brother jesus did right how can you do that can you can you do it by saying it yeah of course that's one way that's a major way can you do it by thinking it yeah but nobody will hear you but like can you do it but as a man think of so is he but can you do it by acting in certain ways and saying no i don't do that and then Thereby causing people to rethink why they do what they do, and then getting upset at you because now it looks like, why are you hating on what I'm doing? Is what I'm doing wrong? And, and this, that in the good. third? It's yeah. it's like it's it's just a it's just a natural thing, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's just natural. Like, well, yeah. I hate, okay, let's back up. Let's back, and I say back up. Let's back up all the way to the Old Testament. I think it was. Daniel, it was Daniel. I think it was in in Daniel. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Daniel was a prophet, uh, and he had a like the king. He had somebody that he that you know Daniel was was one of the, he was in the king's cabinet. Let's say let's say that he was in like the ruler's cabinet. So the, the ruler would always come to him and ask him for advice, right? And so he was like. One day he had he had one of these people say, "Yo, who can who can share? Who can um, interpret this dream? Yeah, who can interpret this dream?" And one of the guys, what what was his name? We don't remember. Yeah, we'll we'll find it. One we'll find it for you. But I he hated remember. him, and he yeah. said he said there is one more. So he brought forth all of these magicians and all of these other people and stuff, and none of them could interpret the dream, and and then the king was like, yo, don't you have anybody else that could do this job? And he was like, yeah, I do have one. I got one. But he always, he said, but I hate him. <laughs> he said, I love the Bible. She <laughs> said, oh said, yeah, there is one. But I hate him because he always prophesies evil against me. So he was like, all right, mm-hmm. I understand that, but go and get him. Go and get him anyway. So he goes, he goes and he gets him. And Daniel interprets the dream and says all of these things are going to happen. And he was like, see, I told <laughs> I told you I hate him because <laughs> he always he's always going to tell me bad things that are going to happen to me. And on the minuscule scale, or in a less seen scale, this is also how believers are and how believers in a way should be um, or how we should appear to the world. Now, I'm not saying go out of your way and testify evil against people. I'm not saying that. And I'm not saying go out of your way to convict people because you can't convict people. You can't convict people to people you know um you can't condemn people they do that to themselves um you can only tell people what is right and what is wrong i think you go too far like when you're trying to make someone feel bad let the holy spirit do the work you continue to live your life for christ and so on and so forth tell the truth shame the devil go on about your life um and love people Do, do so in love uh So the world can't hate you, but it hates me. This is Jesus talking. But it hates me because I accuse it of doing evil. I always tell people Jesus is offensive. Romans chapter 9, I believe, talks about how in Zion there is set up a rock of offense and uh, a stumbling stone. And I've told you guys many a times that stumbling stone is the law. Like, I set up in Zion, like, Now it's time to come up from under that and receive me as your Savior. This was a mirror. This was a mirror to let you know that you don't hold up. You can't hold up. You need a Savior. That Savior has come, but you're still looking in that mirror. What does that mirror show you? That mirror shows you yourself, and that mirror shows you. But what you're using that mirror as now is a way to try to clean yourself up and say, I can one day be this good. Yeah. Or that I can one day be this standard. Mm-hmm. Jesus is already that standard. He's testifying of evil because he's showing you what the standard is. He is the standard. Yeah. I- and mm-hmm. that's
1: the true offense. The true offense is just mm-hmm. within themselves because they forgot at one point that they actually do have a choice in this in the situation. Like you know. Um, when you're presented with it, because it's so easy to fall in and go with the desires that you are feeling rather than I don't have to do this. And then when somebody else does it, then it's a conviction for you because you you forgot in that moment that you don't have to be like everyone else. And so it causes you to take offense to that person instead of. At yourself. Well, I would the say that Jesus
0: is the, is the true offense. The Bible talks about, again, he's set up in Zion. Uh, a stumbling stone and a rock of offense Jesus is that rock of offense jesus is like the stumbling mm-hmm. stone the law I see what you're saying like the stumbling stone is the is the is the law the things that we try to hold on to the rock of offense is yeah. is jesus i i'm I'm not standard, but you won't receive me i'm offensive jesus is offensive right Mm -hmm. But
1: yeah, that's what makes them offensive.
0: Yeah,
1: is that conviction knowing Mm -hmm. that you didn't need to, you didn't have to, and that we have this innate and natural thing to where we are to do good because that's what we were created for. So when we see it and it's it's a glimpse of what we we should have been, then yes, that's when the prison yeah, and then that you know, and
0: then that stand. And then that standard you upset then that you standard said. telling you that standard telling you you don't meet the standard, yeah uh,
1: and you can either take that and and use it to drive you to do better, or some people just take it and just do more evil, which is yeah yeah, that's a that's also a choice, yeah, so, you have anything before I get to verse
0: twelve okay, mm verse 12 I mean I'm skipping around I'm not going to read the whole thing Um, there was a lot of grumbling verse 12 there was a lot of grumbling about him among the crowds some argued he's a good man he's nothing but a fraud who deceives the people who's wrong here and who's right <laughs>
1: hmm who's wrong and who's right
0: no one um, is right they're well, not no right is.
1: when it comes to when it comes to no your perception is. of what reality really is you're always going to believe in what you think and this is something that i bring up to my children i actually teach my children this on um, what just happened here because there's no they don't mention the middle ground they don't mention who sort of kind of maybe believes that he's good and then maybe not. They just only say those who think he is and those who believe in him and those who don't. And I always teach my kids, like, there is no almost doing anything. You either do or you don't. And here is where you get to see the actual offense that he brings. He does bring this division. You either are for him or you're not. And those, you touched on this, like, last time. Those who go to church or who read the Bible and only pick through it and mm-hmm. use it to fit whatever they believe and how they want to live their mm-hmm. lives, and it's like it doesn't work like that because ultimately, what you're doing, you're not living as a Christian. You're creating your own religion at that point, and mm-hmm. it's still not Christ. So you still stumbling really just on don't believe. The
0: stumbling stone. <laughs> no. Yeah.
1: There's no
0: gray area. So I'll say about verse 12. (laughs) No one's right in verse 12. No one's right. There was a lot of grumbling about him among the crowds. Some argued he's a good man. Now is Jesus a good man? No. (laughs) He's God. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what people (laughs) try to diminish him down to. He was a good man with good teachings. he knew how to prophesy. he knew how to um tell us how to walk this life and all of that type of stuff. You are stopping very, very, very short of who he really is he's not a
1: he's
0: not just a he's not a good teacher right not a he's not a good teacher he is god. But others said he's nothing but a fraud who deceives the people now again we these arguments are not new arguments. they're found here in this in this in this chapter in this book in this verse. These arguments of today they were the same back then as they are now, and either one of them testified to who he is he's not He's not playing your game. He's like, look, come up, come up. Mm -hmm. Like, in my opinion, I much rather, I think, I think, I think he's a good man is more problematic than he's nothing but a fraud who deceives the people. Because at least he's nothing but a fraud who deceives the people is acknowledging what he's saying. He is a good man is more deceitful than he's nothing but a fraud who deceives the people. That's the in my in my personal opinion. This is Keith. In my personal yeah. opinion, yeah. that is more detrimental than he's a fraud. That so you're just saying that he's lying about the stuff that he's saying. He's a good man is a disregard of what he's saying. Mm. Right. Verse thirteen. But no one had the courage to speak favorably about him in public, see? <laughs> but no one had the courage. No one had the courage. No one, no one had the courage to speak favorably <laughs> about him in public. Mm-hmm. Space well, yeah, and whole opportunity. Much they
1: had a whole bunch to say. They just hit they, they were grumbling. Right.
0: <laughs> like, there was a lot of Looks grumbling like about. But no one said it out loud no one had the courage to speak favorably about but but this is but so this is a whole nother thing my fault but no one had the courage to speak favorably about him in public so here's my thing when someone likes me when someone liked me when i say no for christ i shall live and for christ i shall die and i'm not going to allow y'all to speak about jesus it's well, can't we all just get along? It's can't we um just agree to disagree? I'm like, "No, we can't agree to disagree." You tell not on I'm this. Yeah. Not on this. But because they were afraid of something. They were afraid of getting in trouble of the Jew, with the Jewish leaders. What are we afraid of? As believers, what are we afraid of? When we don't have right it, it's describing it's the really church what
1: are
0: we a- yeah the struggle wh- yeah what <laughs> are <laughs> we if af- exactly mm-hmm. the,
1: the struggle
0: that we are, have yeah, yeah what are we afraid of when we when Go we ahead. don't want to speak up when we don't want to be socially martyred in america we've got it easy when it comes to this quote-unquote religion stuff because i don't again it's not a religion but it, we we got it easy. People are literally getting martyred. People are literally getting their heads cut off, and they they say, "Look, I'm going to mm-hmm. die for Jesus because I, I believe in Jesus." And we're afraid of not having the same friends. We're afraid of not having the same social status. We're afraid of we're afraid of being argumentative or looking mm-hmm. argumentative. We're afraid of this, that, and the third. We got more fear in people than we do in our Lord. fear is worship not talked about ever fear is worship what does the bible say to do fear the lord your god fear is worship what we're what we're fearing above God is we're worshiping it, we're reverencing it, we're saying it has more power than you, or this has more power over my life than you. We have to speak up or these or these things will con- and they will continue to spur on. They should be afraid to be saying these things to us. Not us being afraid to speak up or speak favorably about him in public, all right, I'm moving on to verse seventeen, unless you have anything you want to add. Nope, okay <laughs> i think I think Sarah went away, so all right.
1: No, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. I'm right. my bad.
0: Are you writing things down? I'll be writing. Okay. (laughs) All you got to write is fair as worship. So anyway, (laughs) verse 17. (laughs) (laughs) Verse 17. Anyone who wants to do the will of God will know whether my teaching is from God or is merely my own. Anyone who wants to do the will of God mm-hmm. will know whether my teaching is from God or is merely my own. One more time. Anyone who wants to do the will of God will know whether my teaching is from God or is merely my own. So if I want you, that's definitely my teaching. And you can you can under you can know that right off the rip. Whose will do you want me to do? If I'm following you, pastor, if I'm following you, minister, if I'm following you, um, Bible study leader, whose will do you want me to do? Is it mine? Is it your will, or is it God's will? It's not hard. It's it ain't hard to tell as um as the rappers would say. I forget who said that. It ain't hard to tell. I think it was Rakim. Was it Rakim?
1: Are you. I'm going
0: to look it up. Know. It ain't Are hard you... to tell. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's all you. I'm not even. Nice. <laughs> nice. It
0: no. was nice. <laughs> it ain't hard to tell. I wasn't far off. I wasn't. My candle is not far from now, but I digress. Uh, verse 18. Okay. Those who speak for themselves want glory only for themselves. Those who speak for themselves want glory only for themselves. But a person who seeks to honor the one who sent him speaks truth, not lies. Those who speak for themselves want glory only for themselves. I, I wish, like it's pretty self-explanatory. Verse 19. Yeah, the, verse, the whole thing is, 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 I don't need to delve into that. It just is what it is. And I don't want to give this impression that Jesus is saying something, is always saying something like, like he's always saying something underlying. Yes, he is God. Yes, he has a great way with words. But some stuff just is what it is. So I don't want you to fall into that trap of, I can't understand this without an interpreter. I can't understand this without a commentary. Yes, you can. Trust the Lord. Verse 19. Moses gave you the law, but none of you obeys it. Let me go back. So if cats are talking about <laughs> yes, do this, do that, and do this and 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 send me send me this and send me that and send me this and send me that. I'm gonna do this and then you do that, and it's all in favor of them, and it's not in favor of the kingdom. It's a clear indication. And I think people know that. I think people are aware of that, you know, because, you know, but, you know, I don't think that we know that a lot of people know that the Bible actually talks about it and that Jesus himself actually speaks against it. So that's important to note for those of you out there that want to want to have a Christian faith, that are reluctant to have a Christian faith because you see nothing but heresy and people abusing their power and people abusing um, the positions that they've been placed in. You can know that Jesus and that God is not for it either. And you can also know that they will be judged more harshly um, on Judgment Day. So don't worry about it. But pray for them also. Verse 19. Moses gave you the law, but none of you mm. obeys it. Again, stumbling on the stumbling stone. Moses gave you the law, but none of you obeys it. In fact, you are trying to kill me. So remember when I when I kept reading, when I kept reading um around verse one. Uh, yes, verse 1 when it says after this Jesus traveled around mm-hmm. Galilee he wanted to stay out of Judea where the Jewish leaders were plotting to kill him. So it's clear he's not talking about just any old person because the crowd responds the crowd replied in verse 20 your demon possessed who's trying to kill you. It's clear Verse up in verse 1 the Jewish leaders they trying to kill him. But why did he bring up the law and them trying to kill him in the same sentence or in the same verse which would be later known as the same verse two seven sentences moses gave you the law but none of you obeys it he's like i know you're not obeying it because you're trying to kill me okay and i said okay what why did he do that oh oh snap just look at the law what does it say in the ten commandments mm-hmm. yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he's using that because that's something that they always reference in regards to how he responds. They will always bring up the law, so he will always direct it back towards that since that's what they yeah, that's what they're holding right that's now. what
0: they're holding to be true, and so like, i mean I mean, and that's true. what they're holding up yeah. as their standard, so it's like well you well, you mm-hmm. can't keep this standard it, he keeps making he keeps taking shots at their standard. Right. So. Or or what they exalt okay. and like, so you rather not accept me, but you rather you rather take on this law and accept yourself. That's what you're doing. It's myself that I'm trying to hold on to. I'm trying. OK, I can do it. I can do it. I can keep this law. I can please God by myself. I can do it. It's like, no, you can't. You need me. But you're trying to do it when you're still not able to do it. So you're trying to kill me. But you yourself. Can't keep it because you' trying to kill me. <laughs> like, I, mean, I don't have to go any further, man. Yeah, you're trying to kill much.
1: me, yeah.
0: so that's a clear indicator you already breaking it. All right. Uh, verse twenty. Where do I want to go next? Where? 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 Okay. Verse twenty six verse 26. 26 what does verse 26 say Sarah
1: uh, but here he is speaking in public and they say nothing to him could our leaders possibly believe that he is the Messiah but how could he be
0: mm. for we know
1: where this man comes from when the Messiah comes he was wait was that appeared. verse 26? No one will know where he comes. That was 26. Uh, did you want that... to go back? No, I, well,
0: because we a read a lot. lot. So that was a lot.
1: Okay. okay.
0: But yes, verse 26. You started reading more than
1: 26. I oh, yeah. yes, I did. I read 26 and
0: 27. Right. So I got my notes. <laughs> I'm messing with you. It was, it, was,
1: it was a serious yeah, he, question. He was like,
0: okay, I want to know what happens next. Gotcha. Verse 26. It was becoming more pain. It was becoming painfully apparent that the religious leaders wanted to be exalted. The religious leaders wanted to be exalted more than they wanted Jesus to be exalted. How often do we see that in our churches and in our mega churches today? People exalting themselves over the gospel of Jesus Christ. So many people, like, so, I don't even want, you know, the event that happened this past Sunday, uh, people saw the Hezekiah Walker, John P. Key battle as no issue because because we come from a Christian world that loves mm-hmm. to exalt themselves over Jesus. Mm-hmm. It, it was not like the gospel was secondary. It, it It never crossed people's minds that this, something might be off about this. Right. We see we see our church right. leaders exalt themselves right. all the time. So it it it's, it's you become desensitized by this.
1: It's like if the if the purity of those songs yeah. truly came from just the honest worship right. of who he is and glorifying who he is and right. speaking the gospel right. then it ain't about who made it. Exactly. It was all inspired by who Right. So and if,
0: like, and, even so if yeah, and even if yeah, and even if it I didn't like oh, can you hear me? Oh, yes. So even if it was I someone called me. So even if it was like some true celebration of gospel or something like that, market it as that. You know? Mm-hmm. Market it as that uplift your brother the bible talks about outdoing one another in honor outdoing Mm -hmm. one another in like doing things for people and things of that matter of that nature it's but to say like look my gospel song is better than your gospel song and i wrote this you may have written this but i wrote this you know it's it's worldly we took it we took it from the world and we said wow the world is doing this we're jealous let's do it
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's actually that statement right there. Okay. To me okay. Go. F- why? Skipped, well, okay.
0: okay. There we <laughs> go. Twenty-one we to go. twenty-four.
1: When it's when he um he is talking to them about mm-hmm. performing on the Sabbath the circumcision, and then they're upset with him for healing also on the Sabbath when it comes to you know the the law being kept it's like um you don't have a problem doing what that says the lord when it comes to those things but when i am doing the fulfillment mm. of the work of the word which is healing which is a form right. of rest honestly yeah. i'm just gonna go out and go out and say that but that's not isn't that also something the work of my father the work of in which that you support the law and carry the law out Mm. like so if you're going to judge judge it righteously that's what he was saying but in what he Mm. was saying he was also revealing their jealousy it's like i could almost see you know him talking to you know the the priest or you know whoever he's talking to in that moment like yeah we we want to heal too, but right. we're gonna wait till the Sabbath. Like I can definitely see them looking at Jesus, like they didn't want to support yeah. that because of how he was healing, not the actual act in it. Yeah. It's not that they were against it; they were just there trying to can. find something. Verse so. twenty
0: seven. Mm-hmm. I'm on twenty seven. We
1: are. But how could he be? (laughs) For we know where this man comes from. When the Messiah comes, he will simply appear. No one will know where he comes from. Are they right or are they wrong
0: in this? This statement. They wrong for questioning it.
1: Um, I mean, they wrong for Mm -hmm. how, you know, how they're how they're presenting it because it's almost like for me, it's one of those situations of like, why do we always seek God to do something? Well, we over do because, well,
0: I guess, verse it's 27, the they're getting when, verse 27 from the scriptures themselves. No one knew outside of Jesus, um, but like a lot more, the majority of people, the mass majority, I would say 99.999999% of people didn't know the scriptures more than these religious leaders did. Oh wait, sorry. These are just reg- mm-hmm. these are regular people. These are people. Sorry. These are just regular people.
1: But the truth is but the truth is no one knows where he, he would come from. So who's to That's say why not come through
0: That's his divine saying.
1: creation? Like why wouldn't God use that? Why wouldn't mm-hmm. God use that? Is that not a miracle in itself? That's what I'm saying. Like, they're looking for it in such a way that they have never seen before when the truth of it is all of what we see is a manifestation of what God had created from the spirit. That is a miracle. That is supernatural. What we see with our natural eyes are just as a miracle as it is, as it would be in the spirit. Oh, my bad. I'm
0: saying from a little, <laughs> from a little, what we know, what, what we know, saying, what the like, Bible is, has told us, and
1: from. what
0: they're saying right here, are they right or wrong in this statement? I like where you're going. I'm not trying to walk you to my answer, I, but I do like what you were saying. I do like what you were saying about how it's okay. you, the way that is worded. No, they're not right, but the contents of what is being yeah. said you know because I think but and I I agree with what you're saying right so a lot of times again like there is nothing new under the sun the bible says that there's nothing new under the sun so the fact that these people are saying well we thought he was supposed to come like this surely he can't come like that and then we look at and like and so like it's it's still true in this day. We think that Jesus is supposed to be this one way and he's not this way, but he is the way that he said that he is going to be. It's just our interpretation of it was wrong. Mm-hmm. So verse 27 it says, but how could he be? How could mm-hmm. he be the Messiah? For we know where this man comes from. When the Messiah comes, he will simply appear. When the Messiah comes, he will simply appear. No one will know where he comes from. So they're 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 right.
1: They're right. They're right in multiple ways. Right.
0: So whenever Jesus shows up, yeah, <laughs> you know. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, they are. Yes, yeah,
1: I see. That. Yeah, yeah, I got you.
0: For well, we know where this man comes from. Yes, you know where he comes from, but you don't at the same time. Like we know where he comes from. You know where mm-hmm. you know where his earthly home is. And then we'll find out later that they don't even know they they really don't. They do, but they don't.
1: They really don't. But that that's the whole purpose and why Jesus is here. So that's what he's trying to tell them too. And that's what they're well, they they saying that they know where we he don't comes know from. where he's but coming from. But they don't <laughs> <laughs> the knowledge of where he comes from, they do not comprehend. Right. And that's what Jesus is. Well, I'm about to, to blow fulfill, your mind so right yes, now. Yes, they don't. Know. All right.
0: So it's like this the Bible yes. says, For unto us a child is born unto us a son is given unto us a child is born
1: Mm.
0: unto us a son is given why wasn't the son born
1: the son is given
0: he was already
1: because he was was already Existed. He already
0: exists. Child is born. Uh, again, God, man. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. Child, human, human nature. Yes, you know where he came from. Son is given. You don't know where he comes from. Mm-hmm. Yes. Verse
1: 28.
0: God always does this. Um, While Jesus was teaching in the temple, he called out, yes, you know me. This is the part that we left in the beginning. He was like, I know what y'all saying. When Jesus was teaching in the temple, he called out, yes, you know me. And you know where I come from. So he's even acknowledging, Mm -hmm. yes, I'm from here. I'm from here. This is my hometown. This is my home (laughs) state, whatever this is. Mm -hmm. You know me. Yes. Uh, what I've lost my space, yes, you know me, you know where I come from, but I'm not here on my own. The one who sent me for unto us, child of one, unto us, a son is given. That's
1: the one who sent given. me yes. is true, you and you don't yes. know him. <laughs> <clears throat> anytime jesus is teaching though he's like he's so funny and this is what i do love he's about so him funny. although he may be funny or however he, he does it um uh, he's actually trying to walk them through the process he's, yes. he's letting them know yes, yes you are right this is where i'm this is where i want you to yes. start. okay let's start right here but i'm gonna take you to a whole other yeah. level let's think deeper let's think he's trying to gradually get him into the understanding he knows yeah. And that's the beauty of exactly, who God is yeah. in our lives, too. He meets us.
0: That's exactly what I wrote in my he notes. He said, verse, 27, he verse 28 that. answers verse 27. And this is probably like one of the things Jesus answers people mm-hmm. directly yeah. that we see in Scripture. Dang. And they wasn't even talking. And it, and they wasn't even talking to him at this point.
1: Cause he showed me dodging it. He be like, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah. I just know he would have
0: made right. me feel sorry. I wonder I how I am, I pray cool. I get to ask That's like, what I him. Why don't you just answer questions, bro?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know my... Look, this is a personal story, but my father used yeah, this all yeah. the time. Yeah. And I used to be like, Dad, right. stop talking in parables. Like, I don't want it. I don't like it. <laughs> As a child, it was funny.
0: Yeah, you trying to walk. As an adult, yeah. I get
1: it. it. was like, oh, okay. He didn't want to limit my
0: thinking.
1: Yeah. He didn't want to limit it in the because way once that you, I can because it, it helps he you like too. really so I, get that's it.
0: That's how I love my dad. Because you know? once you get it, you won't forget it.
1: You know?
0: hmm hmm
1: right
0: yeah
1: yeah it's because you get to experience it and that's what this is all about like
0: I yeah it's an I a, it's experience an epiphany the kingdom. i don't want to it's an epiphany you
1: know make it you know? there I experience
0: it, uh, i'm yeah. going down to verse 32 do you have anything mm-hmm. before verse 32 okay okay oh, so
1: just go. I don't even know where. You I'm know at. that this I is a podcast, so you can like go back mad. and listen
0: to it. And... Yeah, it's recorded. It's being recorded. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> it's okay. Right. I you you make a habit it's of a talking habit. to people and and moving. and writing down. So listening to though.
1: you
0: by myself. Okay. Okay. Verse thirty two. <laughs> <laughs> When the Pharisees heard that the crowds were whispering such things, they they and the leading priests sent temple guards to arrest Jesus. I do want to say this, that um, Jesus is, this just reminds me that Jesus is the perfect, the perfect high priest. Uh, We will read, Lord willing, we will read uh, Hebrews at some point. But this helps you understand. Well, I want to help you understand before we even get there. Spoiler alert. Jesus is the great high priest. He understands. He understands. Jesus understands being harassed by police. Jesus understands being... um, Jesus, Jesus understands... Um, police brutality. Jesus understands being wrongfully executed. Jesus understands being innocent and being on death row. We serve a mighty, mighty God who experienced Mm -hmm. a great deal and who and who sympathize with us is what the scripture says. So, not sympathize, sympathize. I feel bad for you. Empathy says I I'm sad with you because I know exactly I what get. you're going through. Yes. Thank you, Lord, for being yeah. the high priest like perfect, perfect in all his ways, man. Trying to tell you, Jesus knows, what did my notes say? Jesus knows about being harassed by police. Jesus knew about the worst police brutality. Jesus knew what it was like to be on death row and be innocent. Verse 35. Let's go to verse 35. Um, the Jewish leaders were puzzled by the statement. What statement did they make? What statement did Jesus make? He always puzzled the people. Verse 33. But Jesus told them, I will be with you only a little longer. Then I will return to the one who sent me. You will search for me, but not find me. And you can't go where I'm going. Um, Again, spoiler alert. Jesus is going to die. Jesus is going to raise from the dead. Jesus is going to ascend (laughs) into heaven. You can't go where he's going. When Jesus ascended into heaven after, you know, walking around for mad long and, saying hi to people, waving people and letting people touch his side and stuff. And like, you know, telling people like, what's up? I'm back. The ultimate flex. He he ascends into heaven and they're like, yo, why are you leaving? He's like, I got to leave. And they was like, why you got to leave? He's like, I'm going to, he's like, where I'm going, you cannot go. I said, I'm going to prepare a place for you. He said, if I, if I, if I don't go, then, then the Holy Spirit can't come. He didn't call him the Holy Spirit. But he's like, if I don't go, he can't come. And it was like, what? And he's like, yeah. He's like, Prom- I promise it'll be better if I go. Because then if I go, then he could come. But if he can't come if I don't go. So I got to go. Okay? So, um, mm-hmm. verse 33. But Jesus told them, I will be with you only a little longer. So he was always telling them about, about his death. This, this His death didn't come by surprise to him. <laughs> They never caught him off guard. Then I will return to the one who sent me. Who sent me? God. God sent me. My father, who art in heaven. Hallowed be his name. Verse 34. You will search for me, but not find me. Now, doesn't mean like I, I need Jesus, I want Jesus, and I can't find him. No. It means like physically, no, you won't be able to find him physically. No. Because you can't go where he's going. Not yet. The Bible, again, I meant to mention, he went to prepare a place for us. He said, I'm going to prepare a place for you. So it's not like, oh, I'm just going to leave y'all here with all these quote-unquote good teachings and all this quote-unquote good prophecy that you can't do nothing with. Prepare a place. He said, in my father's house, there are many rooms, and rooms can be translated in um, English from the Hebrew and from the um, Greek to mansions, to houses where, where we get all of those songs from. In, in my father's house, there are many mansions. He said, if there were not so, I would not have told you. You're like, so you can rest assured that like, yes, there are mansions there. I wouldn't have said it if I didn't mean it. All right, so verse 35, the Jewish leaders were puzzled by this statement. Where is he planning to go, they asked. <laughs> Where is he planning to go they asked. Is he thinking of leaving the country and going to the Jews in other lands? Maybe he will even teach the Greeks. What does he mean when he says you will search for me but not find me. You can't go where I'm going. I just told y'all I'm not going to I'm not going to reiterate that, but he, I just told y'all what he meant. Um And I do want to say that verse 37 is saying what it's saying. And verse 37 has been saying what I've been telling y'all this whole time since we started this series. On the last day, the climax of the festival, Jesus stood and shouted to the crowds, anyone who is thirsty may come to me. Anyone who is thirsty May come to me. Mm. What, what is the meaning of life? Come to Jesus. I'm tired of all this pain and suffering. Come to Jesus. Why my kids ain't doing right? Why, why is such and such strong? I, I want to give up these drugs. I wanna, I'm tired of being an alcoholic. I'm tired of this, that, and the third. Come to me. You're thirsty. Come to me. I do want to say this. I've always said this, but here it is. Here's the moment to really say it. You will never, as long as you are living, you will never hear the Lord say, depart from me. He's always saying, come to me. Mm. Always. If you're if you are in sin, if you're Christian or, un, or non-Christian, believer or unbeliever, if you have if you is like I'm too dirty for the Lord to to do anything with me, shut up and come to Him. Come to Him. He's always saying, "Come to Him." Right. Always. There's nothing that you can do that will that will stop you. From being loved by God. Nothing. The only thing. The moment that you stop breathing. And you have not accepted him. You have committed blasphemy. Against the Holy Spirit. And that is the unforgivable sin. You didn't accept. You didn't accept me. I can't. Depart from me. I never knew you. That's the time they, That's the one time. He's going to tell you to depart from him. That is the one and only time. He only has to say it once. But up until that moment, he's giving you chance after chance. And you don't know when your last chance is. He's saying, come to him. You're thirsty. Come to him. Drink of him. Come to him. Verse 40, unless you have anything to add or take away. I don't know. If you, well, I would take away from something if I'm not saying <laughs> no, something correct. I'm
1: not to take anything away. <laughs> well, yes, if you're saying this. You're right. Verse 40 to no, um, 43. No, that's a beautiful illustration, As you like can
0: that. see, the crowd was always divided about Jesus. It's, it's it's not it's not new hats that these that people are divided about who jesus is but here's here's the idea mm-hmm. how about you find out what Jesus is saying about Jesus and go from there okay it's easy amen it's easy
1: <laughs> go away
0: verse forty said. when the crowds heard him they say this When a crowd heard him say this, excuse me, some of them declared, surely this man is the prophet we've been expecting. Others said, he is the Messiah. Still others said, but he can't be. Will the Messiah come from Galilee? For the scriptures clearly state that the Messiah will be born of the royal line of David. Remember I talked about this last week? I said, I had had no clue. S- mm-hmm. scriptures clearly state that the Messiah and I love this, for the scriptures clearly state, thank you <laughs> thank you for doing the work for us <laughs> that the Messiah will be born of the royal line of David in Bethlehem in Bethlehem <laughs> if you're not a Christian you know where Jesus was born
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, right. of course,
0: um... of course, I don't think they're celebrating Christmas. <laughs> Did they time, miss that? But I mean, Christians <laughs> that can hear me today, or unbelievers that can hear me now, you know, old oh, little town of Bethlehem, you know where he was born. So were they lying all along? The village where King David was born, okay. So the crowd was divided about him. So uh, apparently, and you see, I see this all the time. As an apologist, I see this all the time. I'm like, y'all be so close to the truth. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Y'all be so, I'm like, you got it. You almost got it. And Mm. then it's like just this, you just veer (laughs) off. It's not you. It's not you. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. Um, Yeah. We wrestle, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and the, and funny. rulers in high places and all of that type of stuff. But, um, but it would be you if you, you know, it would be you if you choose not to seek after truth. And the Bible says, um, the Bible says, uh, you will, if you seek me, you will find me if you search for me with all of your heart. So. Combat these lies or not even combat these lies. Try to double down on them as much as possible. Search for him with all your heart. Search for him. Search for him. Thank you for listening to this podcast. This is step one. I don't know what step you are in in, in the process. But search for him and find him. Search for him with all of your heart. You will find him. Uh, for the scriptures clearly state that the Messiah will be born Of the royal line of David. Okay. Remember, I told you in uh, Matthew that there is, uh, in Matthew, there is what we call a genealogy, genealogy of Jesus, right? So there's a lot of facts about Jesus. And we won't go into that, or we wouldn't go into that. I told you that we wouldn't go to that. We would start in John. And John is just telling you like the origin of Jesus. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God and the word was God. (laughs) Matthew approaches it very differently. Matthew approaches it this way. This is the record. This is Matthew chapter one, by the way. The ancestors of, of Jesus, the Messiah. This is the record of the ancestors of Jesus, the Messiah, a descendant of David and of Abraham. That's verse one. A descendant of David. And of Abraham. Abraham is super important. And so is David. Remember I keep telling you guys. That the Bible tells the story of Jesus Christ. That's what the Bible is. That's the point of the Bible. That this Bible is telling you. It's telling and it's weaving a story. About our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So if you can't find the book. If you can't find the book that you want in there, oh I want the book of I want the I want the book of Judas to be in there. Well, first of all, that's a lie, so we can't put that in there because it's a lie. <laughs> I want the Dead Sea Scrolls to be in there. Sorry, I can't put it in there. Doesn't tell the story of Jesus. Might be a very might be in the Dead Sea Scrolls don't even tell about Jesus. Talks about like Stuff that was happening during the time in like the time when Jesus, when the God wasn't even speaking. Why would we put this in there? Oh, that's the Apocrypha. Oh, I want the Apocrypha in there. For what? So don't let people chip you up about that. Like, well, why isn't this book or why isn't that book in there? Because they don't belong in there. Point blank, period. They don't belong in there. And that's the answer. Um. Okay, so Matthew chapter 1, verse 1, and it, usually genealogies are boring, but this genealogy itself is very important. You will find a lot of um familiar names in this genealogy. Verse 2, Abraham was the father of Isaac. So Ab- who is Abraham? Abraham is, read Romans chapter 4. Abraham is the forefather of our faith. Abraham had the type of faith that God approved of. And he was like, word, bet. I'm going to credit your faith as righteousness, Abraham. And so now that's the type of faith that God wants. Faith that we accept Jesus through. Crazy. Abraham was the father of Isaac. Isaac was the father of Jacob. Jacob was the father of Judah and his brothers. Judah was the father of Perez and Zerah, whose mother was Tamar. Perez was the father of Hezron. Hezron was the father of Ram. Ram was the father of Abinadad. Abinadad was the father of Nashon. Nashon was the father of Salmon. Salmon was the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab. Remember Boaz? Remember Boaz, the kinsman redeemer to Ruth? Jesus is our kinsman redeemer. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to tell y'all. Read Ruth. Ruth <clears throat> foreshadows what Jesus is is the foreshadowing of what Jesus does. Jesus is our kinsman redeemer. Remember I keep telling y'all that Jesus is um that Jesus is the bridge between man and God. So therefore he's that's in and, and it's only right that he would be the god man because he is the 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 bridge between god and man he's also our kinsman redeemer so where adam jacked up jesus picked up amen That just can't hey, let's go but boaz came from the lineage of 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 <laughs> All of right. David ultimately he's was before David but he came from the lineage of David Boaz was the father of Obed whose mother was Ruth Mhm Obed was a father of Jesse Jesse was a father of guess who King David David King David they wrote David was the father of S- of Solomon, whose mother was Bathsheba, the widow yes. of Uriah. Wow, 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 wow! God is so good. David was the father of Sam of of Solomon. Right whose mother was Bathsheba, the widow of Uriah. David didn't get Bathsheba the right way. Mm -hmm. David had Uriah killed. God was very displeased with that. Very displeased. So much so that their firstborn passed away and all of that type of stuff. But God said that, you know, um, you know, a lineage, a line will come after you. God was very displeased with what Jesus did with Bathsheba, but even still, God used that and still had Jesus come from that lineage. David did with
1: Bathsheba.
0: Hmm. You
1: said
0: what? Ba- what David did with Bathsheba? Yeah. Okay. What I said, Solomon. You said Jesus. What I said, what. <laughs>
1: What Jesus did with Bathsheba. Oh, no. well,
0: David, Jesus, David ain't, Jesus did. ain't never did nothing of the sort like that. <laughs> David,
1: David.
0: Thank you. See, that's why you're here. That's, uh,
1: uh, great.
0: Solomon was a father of Rehoboam. Rehoboam was a father of Abijah. I don't know. Abijah was a father of Asa. Asa was a father of Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat was a father of Jer- Jerome was the father of Uzziah. Uzziah was the father of Jotham. Jotham was the father of Ahaz. Ahaz was the father of Hezekiah. Hezekiah was the father of Manasseh. Manasseh was the father of Amon. Amon was the father of Josiah. Josiah was the father of Jehoi- Jehoiakim and his brothers, born at the time of the exile of Babylon. After the Babylonian exile, Jehoiachin was the father of these names, was the father of <laughs> Sheatel, of Sheatel, and Sheatel was the father of Jeroboam. And that's why people don't like reading gene- gene- genealogies. This is exactly <laughs> why. This is exactly why. See? But this one is very important. Yeah, I pushed to. Sheatel was the father of Jerusalem. Jerusalem. Jerub- Zerubbabel? Jeru- Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel, yeah. yeah. Zerubbabel was the father of Abuid. Abuid was the father of Elakim. Eliakim. Eliakim was the father of Azor. Azor was the father of Zadok, Zadok was the father of Zadok was the father of Akim. Akim was the father of Eluid. Eluid was the father of Eleazar. Eleazar was the father of Mathen. Mathen was the father of Jacob. Jacob was the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary. Mary gave birth to Jesus, who is called the Messiah. Joseph had to marry Mary because so that Jesus could be born. And that's the thing. That's the thing, right? (sighs) That's the thing, right? We don't know what God is doing. Right.
1: Right. Like all of this, just you reading it, I went through like every story. About mm-hmm. all of it and how it all just like unfolds and goes right into who Jesus is. Yeah. And how the development of that in, in each and everybody had to walk a certain way. And that's this is why um, mm-hmm. God had connected me good. personally with the good that I do because there's an inherent mm-hmm. good that comes with who I am. And I could mm-hmm. be, you know. Someone else's faith is contingent upon my obedience to do what it is that he's called me to do. So I,
0: what do you mean an inherent good that comes with who you are?
1: There's a good that is for me to do. That's what I'm saying. So it's oh, okay. Self. So if I decide I want to do something <laughs> good and it's out of line and out of order with what God has called me to do, then it actually could be messing up a whole bunch of stuff afterwards or even someone yeah. else's walk. So that's why. Yes it's always about, you know, going to God first before I even think that I'm doing the good that I think I'm about to do, (laughs) you know?
0: I think, yeah.
1: Is this what God is telling me to do? Because I want to walk in the fullness of what God is doing.
0: I think, um, like, even, I forget, there's a story in the Bible, like, where um, a man was killed for spilling his seed. Mm -hmm. Spilling his seed because... But like what you find out is that she carried the lineage of of Jesus
1: mm-hmm.
0: like it is it was important he he died because of that like I was like what did you what is you doing so yes, yeah, so let's finish I think that's the bulk of it am I in the right okay for the scriptures clearly state that the messiah will be born of the royal line of david so we just read that
1: yeah
0: he was born in it in bethlehem we know where jesus was born
1: mm-hmm.
0: the village where, G- where king david was born so he was born there so the crowd was divided about him why why was the crowd divided because they didn't Sometimes you sometimes people be divided about him. And this is what this podcast is for the people that are divided about him based on lies or based on misinformation or based on um, lack of information. Like, I want you to make your decision about Jesus, but I want you to make your decision about Jesus based off who Jesus is. Not on what you heard, but off of who he says that he is. Jesus talked to um, Peter, and he says, who does man say that I am? And and Paul was like, oh, I got a gang of things that they say about you. Some call you the prophet. Some say that you Elijah. Some say that you this. Some say that you that. And he's like, all right, cool. But who do you say that I am? You are Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. So, like, make your decision, but make it, I want you to make your decision based off of who Jesus is. Point blank period. And I believe that he does, too. I don't think he wants you to be blind. The Bible says that he wishes that no man perish. He wants you to be, he wants you to know who he is. He does. Verse 45, when the temple guards returned without having arrested Jesus, say he wasn't his time. The the leading priests and Pharisees demanded, <laughs> "Why didn't you bring him in?"
1: <laughs> I know everybody was like confused at this point. What,
0: right?
1: Like y'all saying he's this, but is he really? Is he not? Because y'all still didn't do anything. It's just all it is is confusion at this point. Okay.
0: If these things weren't true about Jesus, Jesus would be committing blasphemy. Jesus would, and that that, that would be wrong. And that, and according to Jewish law, that is enough for them to bring him in. Right, but he wasn't lying; he was telling the truth. But he look at their reason for not bringing him in, though. We have never heard anyone speak it's, like this. Like
1: that, yeah. <laughs> that's all, and that's what it, it was. He was he was bold. He was out there. He was. It was like, if he's crazy, why he's so confident? <laughs> mm like that's 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 really where they were they were just puzzled like but he speaks with such boldness and such confidence and you can feel it when he speaks it's not even like he's just out there like an insane person with no direction he actually makes a point
0: too i think i love this because just me on a very minuscule scale people get upset with me right When I say certain things, I'm very dogmatic about certain things. And some stuff I'm Mm -hmm. I'm even joking about. But I I had to realize, and I've been learning this the past few weeks, because God has been showing me. I have to be Mm -hmm. careful with the things that I say (laughs) on on another level. But I have to be careful with the things that I say and the way that I say them because people listen to me. Mm -hmm. Not that they just, not that they agree but that they listen to me. And so when I say something, it holds greater weight than if another person would say them because you will, you've you been right about this and you speak in such a way where it is compelling
1: mm-hmm. and it is,
0: it makes you believe. It makes you, but it, you know what I mean? It makes you like question what it is that you believe. And that is to no credit but the Lord, honestly. Mm-hmm. But But my thing is this, but I have to watch that because that is something that the Lord has given to me. Um, why did I say that? It wasn't to toot my own horn. It really wasn't. Um, Lord help me remember. Um, but I say these things. So yeah, so you don't say everything because you know that, you know, the power that you have. Right. Mm-hmm. So you have to be very responsible with it. Um, our our boy, uh, our fellow brother in Christ, Peter Parker's, uh, Peter Parker's uh, father uh, uh, uncle used to say with great power comes great responsibility
1: Responsibility. Mm
0: -hmm. and so 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 yes you want to be very so that you cannot just be a powerful source but you can be a credible source so that you can be credible so that yes yo this, this person has not led me astray you know this person i can I can not that you don't need to do your own research or whatever it is, but I can kinda like stand by what this person is saying because they you know they've said these things before, gee so but so like when they saying, we have never heard anyone speak like this, and then you know so like there's no one that's been that's spoken like this to them before, like yo. It's like it's like what what Grace was saying. He if if he's crazy, why would he be speaking like this? And I I brought up, oh yes. So my point was this. My point was this to what Grace was saying. To to finish off, because I'm like, why did I bring that up? People aren't necessarily mad because you said something. They don't get mad mm-hmm. at your opinions just because you said something. Right. They get mad because you're making good <laughs> points. Yes.
1: Because you
0: speak into the spirit. Yes. <laughs> if, 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 you yes, if I could just wash this away and whisk whisk whatever you're saying away, that's mm-hmm. that's one thing, but I can't because you are making incredible points and these points are making a lot of sense. So mm-hmm. after a while, it takes more sense it, may, it takes more faith to not believe not than it believe. does yeah. to mm-hmm. believe.
1: And <laughs> Then you might as well believe at that point. And that's where he gets you to the point where you're just resting in him. Like that's where he is taking yeah. you on the journey to like getting to share that with other people how you are just at peace and resting in it.
0: Yeah. The peace that surpasses peace, all understanding yeah, shall guard your like. hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. The Pharisees say, "Have you been led astray too?" That's you know. Again, this stuff ain't new. <laughs> this stuff ain't new, man. How often do you hear people say, "Oh, the white Jesus, you've been you 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 need to wake up, brother. You you still drinking that Kool Aid? Still doing this? Still drinking this? Still doing this?" It's like, Mm -hmm. fam, no, no, no. I'm not drinking Kool-Aid. I'm drinking from the living water. This well never runs dry. Notice that in this time, who's been quiet and who hasn't been quiet? Witches don't know how to do away with this COVID-19 situation. You say who? Witches.
1: You did say witches. I did
0: say witches. I meant it. Um... Muslims don't know how to don't have a scripture for or don't have a passage in their um Quran about how to deal with this. Mormons, Jehovah's Witnesses, uh you name it. Mm-hmm. As far as believers are concerned, people who believe in Jesus Christ, the Lord has given us all the peace. Imaginable. I, I, honest it's not just us that I've been following. It's literally just us that have been speaking up. Mm-hmm. Governor Cuomo from New York, governor, governor of New York, Governor Cuomo, said, um, said, because um, the you know the numbers have been dropping in um, the fatality rate regarding COVID nineteen and all that. The numbers are down, and he was like, "God didn't do this." Such and such didn't do this. We did this because we were doing what okay. we were supposed to do, da 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 da. But prior to that, he had been saying, We need to pray and we need to ask God to do this, <laughs> that, and the thing. Mm. So now yeah. all of a sudden the numbers are down, and now again, God had nothing to do with it.
1: Yeah.
0: No, so I said all that to say in reference to verse 47 no, we have not been led astray. We have not been led astray verse forty nine This foolish crowd follows him, but they are ignorant of the law. God's curse is on them. No, do you understand that the curse is the law? Uh, it's the law they 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 looking at it completely different. they they still trying to again, they're like, we got to do this in our own power. And Jesus is like, yo, I'm the way. I'm the way. Then Nicodemus, the leader who had met with Jesus earlier, spoke up. Remember Nicodemus from verse uh, from chapter 3?
1: Mm-hmm. That came to him in the night? Yep, that's yeah.
0: Nicodemus. So he's yeah. trying to shoot Jesus some bail. Literally. Mm-hmm. He says, is it legal to convict a man before he is given a hearing? He's like, hear him out first. <laughs> But he trying to be real cool about it because he don't want them to know. He, <laughs> I wouldn't met with Jesus actually. He's not that bad. <laughs> he cool. He, he cool, cool people, man. Yeah. Like, hear him out. He, he might he, just tell yeah. you the way to, to get to the Lord. He might just tell you that. I,
1: just had, I had an image of that one dude with one line in a movie. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Well, he
0: ain't all that bad. Thank you for trying, Nicodemus. Um, verse 52, they replied, are you from Galilee too? Which was not a good thing. Remember in the Bible they were saying, um, I, I don't know the scripture, but they were saying, um, can anything good come from Nazareth?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, in ref- uh, I, I love to quote my brother, Shobaraka, who said, the only thing good came from Nazareth. Mm. search description and see for yourself no prophet ever comes from Galilee well there's a first time for everything the prophet (laughs) the prophet the savior came from Galilee Then the meeting broke up and everyone went home thus ending John chapter 7 we will read John chapter 8 next week for your listening and spiritual pleasure. (laughs) Grace Grace, you could close this out. I don't know why that's funny. I guess that's funny. I guess.
1: Sorry.
0: You ready to go? I'm ready to go. I'm hungry now, so Okay, all
1: right. Go ahead. Wait. Oh,
0: you want yes. me to pray as out? Okay, Father God in the name. Oh, you no, I didn't hear that.
1: Go ahead.
0: Father, in the name of Jesus, we say thank you, Lord, for revealing yourself to us, Lord. Um, cause us not just to be hearers of your word, but doers also. Cause us to be more and more like you. And I think oftentimes, um, becoming more and more like you means becoming more and more bold and caring less and less what people think about us only in caring more and more about what our Father has to say about us. We might say some very harsh things. We might do some very, some some things that don't make any sense to people. But we pray this prayer of becoming more and more like you. It won't look anything like what we wanted to, or what we think it would look like. But Lord, um, just let it look like whatever it is you have designed for it to look like. Um, we ask that everyone that here's this podcast, that they would come to know you. That is our prayer. That is our prayer. We pray that nice. they come to know you and not just know you as, oh, you know, it just becomes intellectually, um, you know, just to become intellectually high or whatever it might be, but to really know you for who you are. The word the word says that, and, and you said this in John chapter 3 as well, you said, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit, and in truth, to so cause us to worship you in spirit and in truth, let us fear you more than anything else, because you're you, the you. You are love, and your word says that perfect love casts out all fear. Ain't that crazy how how it works? How how trusting in you and putting fear, putting our fear in you, and it's not even fear in that regard, because you always tell us not to fear. To fear you is to respect you and to respect you above all else and to say, like, look, you are the one to, if there's anything to be feared, it is you. So cause us to fear not serving you. Cause us to fear not speaking up for you, if anything at all. Cause us to not, cause us not to, uh, put our trust and our hope in anything else other than you because you are the one and true living God. We love you. We glorify you. And we say thank you. I uh, pray that anyone that hears this, that they would give their lives to you. And if you want to give your life to the Lord and you say, look, I'm in, we in chapter seven, I done heard enough. How do I accept him? I just want you to say, Lord, I, I I'm a sinner, I'm a wretch undone, and I give my life to you. You, Consume me, take me, make me your own. In Jesus' name, say say a prayer to that magnitude. I'm not going to tell you exactly how to pray. You can pray that exact prayer and it will be done. But you can pray a prayer, a very personal prayer. God will hear your heart. The Bible says that if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart the Lord Jesus Christ, you shall be saved. We'll no ifs ands or buts about amen. it so Lord we love you we thank you for your saving grace in Jesus name we pray amen real quick amen, amen. real quick tidbit while I was thinking about it that I forgot to mention and then I I did this whole build up to it and didn't even come back to it so Jesus does Jesus doesn't go to the temple doesn't go to the um, the basically whatever What what is it called the, uh, the festival of shelters Yes, it's the a, festival of nice. tabernacles, or the festival of shelters, or the festival of booths, or the feast of booths, or what? There's multiple names for it. He thing. Why doesn't he go to this thing? <clears throat> one could infer, one could say, and wouldn't be wrong about it, is Jesus is not storing up his lot in earthly tabernacles. Or he's not storing up his lot in, in tents and in physical things that we build, that we pick up and put down. He's no longer, because God is no longer um, putting his presence in building, like, in things that we make up. He wants to tabernacle in our hearts. He wants to tabernacle inside of us. One could say. Yeah. Like, look, that's true. He didn't show up
1: at the festival, he but he did he, still yeah, go where they were. He went towards the temple because he was going to teach. Yeah, he, still he went, that.
0: but but he he told yeah. his brothers that he wasn't going to go. Um, but he went, but like he he put no, and I'm I'm pretty sure he wasn't doing what they was doing, but he stored up no uh, appreciation for it. He showed no regard for it. Right, because the Bible says he look. I right now he's he's dwelling, he's tabernacling. What does tabernacle mean? Like tab, like literally, tabernacle meaning like to dwell with, to dwell amongst. He was tabernacling with us in his earthly ministry. Now he sent the Holy Spirit to tabernacle inside of us. We are the temple. And that's what it means for us to say when the Bible says that your body is a temple. It don't necessarily mean don't tattoo yourself. That's the, If that's what that means, that is a way lesser meaning of what that scripture means. And it don't mean that. It don't mean not to tattoo yourself. It ain't talking about that. It's talking about how, G, how the Holy Spirit wants to live inside of us. We are the temple of Jesus Christ. Our body is a temple. That's what that means. So so yeah, Grace. I want to say thank you again for doing this with me. Appreciate. It. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Oh no problem. Honestly. So we'll see you guys next week. I believe. Pray for Grace. Pray that she um feels better. She wasn't feeling too
1: well. Uh... Oh no, she wasn't feeling because because,
0: because um please. Please.
1: amongst
0: the amongst the you multitude of him. believers. Amongst the multitude of counsel, their safety, and because when two or three are gathered, he will be in the midst, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. So, pray for grace, pray for her healing. Um, thank you for all that are listening. Sing your prayers over to her, and uh, we're gonna get through this whole craziness together. Peace. Peace. Amen. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.